Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. It's Justin Alexio. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. <laughs> and uh, today I'm very excited for our guest because we have never had a band on before. It's we a had new we, day. Yeah, we had our buddy uh, Kyle Kreiss on the other day, who's a uh, in this band actually. Uh, please welcome the other two members of LA Rocks. Dylan and Max Silverstein, everybody. Keep it going. What's happening, Jeremiah? Wait, you guys are brothers? We're brothers. Oh. We're brothers, and we're also a band. That's uh, it's so Hollywood. It's, it's uh, looking downhill from here, because every brother band has imploded <laughs> in rock history. <laughs> yeah, there's always a lot of issues with brother bands Oasis, Van Halen. The Jonas Brothers? Yeah, they're the newest one. Yeah, that just happened. Nick Jonas is on his own now. Yeah. What do you think of that? He's cool. Uh, he I like some yeah, of his He's killing singles. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's right? He's, he's getting jealous, killing man. the game. I know. I, I, I got to be honest. I do like telling people that we're brothers and we're in a band, like in that order. Like we were in a steam room the other day, and we met some people. And they're like, yeah, who are you guys? And I'm just like, yeah, we're brothers. We're also a band. And then it just leads we're to just hanging conversation. In the steam room. In the yeah, that's uh, some brotherly stuff there. Dude, let me say this. What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. So we tell people we're brothers, but on stage we introduce ourselves with different last names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Because I don't use the last name. I use my middle name as my last name. It's like uh, a, a you know, performing name. Yeah, tell them what the name is. I say I'm Dylan Scott. And, and I go, Max this is my brother, Max Silverstein. And they're here like, my stepbrothers? Now, so I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually like introduced it. as Max the Hammer or something. What's the nickname again? Big Stick Max. Yeah, Big Stick Max. <laughs> now, where did that nickname come from? Dylan made it up, surprisingly enough. I made enough. it up. Good okay. nickname, right? I was hoping a lady made it up, but, yeah. you know, your, your brother. brother made it up. Dylan made enough. it up, and now maybe ladies can start using it. Right. Kyle is the second coming of Christ. <laughs> Kyle Christ. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, see I see where you guys got that from. He's a beast on base. You guys, uh, you guys had a lot. I would assume had a lot of fights growing up. You guys should uh, write songs about. No, nah, man, we didn't. No, so don't bring it up. <laughs> I'm fucking around. <laughs> no, man, we we actually get along really well. You know, it's surprising because, like, a lot of brothers and just kind of argue and mess around, but we never did that. I don't know. Yeah, we never had like fist fights. Max is a very zen person. He's like a yogi. He's like Dalai Lama. <laughs> so he's, he's chill. He doesn't like violence, you know? Yeah, we just like being calm. Calm. I, I'm getting that vibe from you guys. You, you both are, have pretty chill, soothing personalities and, and voices. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to talk to you guys about ladies. Okay. Have, like The difference between starting the band yeah. and your average your batting average before the band. <laughs> your butt intake. Ha yeah, your butt intake. <laughs> what a nice, polite way to say it. Uh, how has that changed? Like, uh, like over over time. Like, has it? Have you become more successful with women after you've been playing music, or is that just a stereotype that goes along with music? It is not a stereotype. 
<laughs> if you're a famous band. Right. So it don't work for us, man. It hasn't changed I mean, for me. Honestly. <laughs> you guys don't have a killer show. I, and wish, then just... I wish I could give a, a cooler answer, but it's as, as far as that, nothing's changed. <laughs> I fucking hate saying that. This is what the podcast was okay. about. If we're, if we're just going to be completely honest, yeah. honesty is the best policy. It like, is. I feel like maybe there's a few more women who are maybe a little more interested in me now. Yeah. But it hasn't manifested itself in anything physical yet. Into butt intake. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Because the speaking of the building years, the band is building. We've done some cool stuff. We've been on Tom Green's show and recently did the Late Late Show and yeah. people see it and they love it. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, we're not on the cover of Rolling Stone right now where sure. it's just like everybody knows us or anything like that. Because I was just curious because, uh, so I watched your, your late night appearance. Congrats, by the Thank way. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and the way you intro uh, your your single uh, "Troublemaker" is is Dylan says something like, uh, "This one's for all you girls out there." <laughs> yeah. And whenever I heard that, I was like, "This guy gets a lot <laughs> of pussy, <laughs> like a lot, like just like." And then I heard girls in the audience, I like audibly getting wet. <laughs> They're like. Aah! Yeah, you didn't pull no girls from that audience, guys. Come on, that's the place dude. To you do don't it. pull any girls from a. Studio TV audience, like they, you know, it's so weird the way it really works. You know, they are there, yeah. they cheer, and then you clean up your gear and they're gone, like straight up. Like yeah. you don't get to meet them. Well, they're hey, ushered we have, away. We have a show tonight, so hopefully it all changes tonight. Yeah, and we're really excited because we're playing um, Vercluse Lounge, Charlie Chaplin uh, House, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vercluse. on a uh, sunset, which is it's the hippest area we've ever played in okay you know, like usually we play in the valley which is awesome and we played a uh, whiskey and viper room but our chances are better today. yeah this place is right across <laughs> from the chateau marmont so it's like there's gonna be girls there's gonna be action sure and and we bring it up every show at every rehearsal we're like god i hope they're just it's filled with hot chicks tonight and you, but you realize you're like what hot chicks are lining up at the other door in burbank you know like <laughs> Just out there in the valley, you don't get it. it you know, you know pe- people are also strange in the sense, like if they don't know who you are, they just exactly. they don't care. And and you you <laughs> yeah. could be amazing, which we are. I mean, we did the show at Loaded last weekend, mm-hmm. and and um, this isn't coming from a place of ego. Like our songs are are badass, and we're everyone's going all out, and it's really rocking. And just because the crowd wasn't there for us, they just didn't give a shit. You know, yeah. if, if you don't have the fame attached, they're like pack up your gear, and they're not following you on Twitter and Facebook. It's like they can't see for themselves. Like, oh, what's in front of me is amazing right now. Right. And uh, what's interesting about Max, he also uh, uh, like Kyle, who we had on the show, Kyle Christ. He also does comedy. So, do you feel the same way with comedy? Where because I I a hundred percent agree at certain venues that. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. If you're not a, a a recognizable face or or a name that's attached to something, then people are just like, I'm waiting for the next famous person to come up. Yeah, especially even if you know you're doing an open mic, you know, oh, you could be given yeah. your A stuff and bring an absolute <laughs> presence, <laughs> and nobody gives a fuck. Dude, I, yeah, I kind of yeah. think that's how like society is today, for real. Just a, in general, like 
You know, people are vine stars now. Yeah. People need to be told what's good before they could even make up their own mind on what's good. Right? Yeah. You know, this person's famous right now, and then that person can suck, but if they know who it is, they're going to get excited. Yeah. Yeah, if they, if they find out, it's 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 so stupid. Like, if somebody finds out, oh, this person's big on Twitter or mm-hmm. Vine, like, they've got a lot of followers. If they have a lot of followers, people are like, okay. Yeah, All right, I, 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 I could get on this. board with that. Yeah, yeah. and the, but they're on stage, and they're just, like, eating a dick. And, and I feel you. <laughs> it just happens. It's weird. Did, uh, so you guys, uh, have you guys ever, like, uh, thought about kicking someone out of the band? Has there ever been, like, those kind of talks? So I always read, like, these biographies, and people are always like, we're going to fire this drummer, fire the drummer, fire the lead guitarist. Well, me and Dylan, we can't, we're brothers, so no one's getting fired in that, in that <laughs> sense, unless we just No one's getting fired, it's either the band's happening or we implode. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, there's like, yeah. also only three people right now, yeah. so. Um, Have you ever thought of we, adding We've had a little, like, breakups. Like, I've quit the band before. <laughs> the band has had a, a really long history. Yeah. Uh, straight up. We were playing shows when I was in, like, fifth grade, right? Yeah, Dylan would be, like, well, not fifth or sixth yeah, grade. Yeah, no, I was really young. The band broke up for the entire duration <laughs> of Dylan being in high school. Because we were, like, this this kid band who people looked at as, like, prodigies. I'm, like, 17. Dylan's, like, 13. Yeah. And playing playing rock like straight up adults, he had all this rasp to his voice. He hadn't even gone through puberty yet. So I graduate high school, and Dylan goes into high school. And when he went in, he got really into playing water polo. Just completely yeah, I see, like I seriously changed from like the artistic person to like sports and yeah. exercise and working out, and that like became my life. Yeah, I just, just got into it. He, he just lost interest in guitar, and it's the kind of thing, you know, you can't force somebody, especially at that age. It's like, you know, he's growing up, developing, changing. So yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I was kind of <laughs> banking on this. to be in a rock band <laughs> and didn't apply to any colleges because I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to be a famous rock star. Like, screw school. Seriously. My 13-year-old brother is fucking this up. Dude, so, for real, I didn't pick up the guitar for like three and a half years. Just didn't pick it up. Which is when I got into the stand-up, yeah. because the band was done. <laughs> but then he graduated <laughs> high school, and then the band got back together. Well, yeah, I didn't circle. get into any schools, so I figured <laughs> pick up the guitar school. again. Like, yeah, I guess it's music again. <laughs> now, now, how much over those years, uh, while he was in high school playing the water polo and stuff like that, were you were you trying to? Hint that you wanted him back, or were you aggressive? Yeah, were you going to cheer him at his games? You're like, fuck that water polo. No, I was supportive of the water polo. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the, I went to some of the games, and <sighs> was I ever on you as far as like trying to get? No, you I don't think so. It? No I one can... was on me. <laughs> <After> <laughs> was, Max is just chill. Gone. He's like, he'll come back in due time. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain, weird. I just let it go. I was like, you know, I can't force this kind of thing. And it's funny, like. uh our dad is a well-known comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, no secret. Our dad's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. We don't so, look to promote ourselves as Dice's kids or anything, but you know, people but just know. But I just family. had to say that for this next story, because um, after I graduated high school, 
he was doing a new comedy special and he really wanted us to be a part of it somehow. So mm -hmm. we decided to get the band back together and um, do some music on it. And so that whole summer, we were like rehearsing in Vegas. We played one song the entire summer to really get ready for this uh, special. And I was still going to play water polo and I was still going to go to like community college and go to school. And one night in Vegas, it was really late. And I'm just sitting backstage and I was just like, I could never wake up early ever again. <laughs> and that was my decision to not go to school and not play water polo anymore. It just clicked. Something clicked. I was sitting there. And I said, I never, ever want to wake up early again. Because it was morning practice for, for years, 6 a.m. Yeah. in the pool. Yep. Splashing around. I couldn't do it. it something clicked, man. It wasn't like, yeah, I love playing guitar. It was just like, I never want to wake up early. I got to become a rock star. This is my only way out. That's like what changed my life path is, is that, man. That's the best reason is, is oversleep. It just, it just like kicked in your just cold turkey. Yeah, like you I, I threw your water anymore. polo. I don't even know the equipment. <laughs> I was gonna the head, the head speedo. Yeah, you <laughs> threw the speedo down. <laughs> you put on the leather. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> All in one night. All uh, what time do you guys usually wake I just, up? I just imagined <laughs> Dylan's in the pool, and then Max looks down at him, and then he 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 thrusts his hand. <laughs> Like, oh, like they're reaching, up yeah, the they're reaching you out of the pool. I'm wearing a drum glove for no reason <laughs> in the gymnasium. Dylan's, Take my hand, that'd brother. That'd be yeah. like an amazing music video or yeah. something. Dylan starts wow. shaking because he's cold. <laughs> Max puts a leather rock star jacket oh, dude, <laughs> over I'm his shoulders. I'm going to steal this for a music Do video. It. This, this has to be a concept for something. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a song, Blitz, and it's kind of like autobiographical, you know? Yeah. I could use that for the video. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a, a quick break now. Um, uh, you'll, you'll get a chance to listen to Blitz a little bit later. But first up, uh, we're going to play their single, Closer. This is L.A. Rocks with Closer. Something I can't see 
That was L.A. Rocks with Closer. Man, that was freaking awesome. Thanks, Thanks man. Blown away. Yeah. I would um, take off my pants right now if I was a woman. <laughs> yeah, man. I wish that was happening. I wish you were a woman and taking off your pants. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, Vegas uh, a little bit before the break. Is that, would you consider that one of your, your coolest gigs? Uh, you also mentioned that you perform uh, on Tom Green's show. Do you want to talk about that for yeah. a little bit? Yeah, we could talk about that. Uh, talk about it. Okay, let's let's get into that. Cool. Um, Wait, let's get into it. Yeah, Come we on. did the time. Okay, we've been friends with Tom Green for the past five years or so. Mm-hmm. Gotten to know him because my dad went on his show. Went okay. Tom Green has a new show on Access TV. It used okay. to be on MTV back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, but even a few years after MTV, he did this Tom Green show from his living room in his home in the I've hills. I've seen that, yeah. It was a West show. That was awesome. cool. It was Very cool. The, one of the coolest setups ever. You walk into his living room, it was a studio. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. The first time I met him, I went up there with my dad to, for my dad to do the show. And I'm like 17. And afterwards, he's given us a tour around uh, his house, and he's with all his guys, and he looks over at us, and he's like, so, uh, guys want to smoke a joint or something? <laughs> and my dad's like, he's 17! <laughs> and Tom's like, I, I don't know, he looks like an adult or whatever. <laughs> you know, but cut to, uh, you know, a few years later, you know, then, because at that point, I wasn't smoking weed or anything, and. A few years later, me and my dad got like really into weed at the same time, like <laughs> behind each other's backs, and then we kind of like both found out, and you know now it's all out in the open, and we smoke together, whatever. But that's when we, we first met Tom Green, and so we've been hanging the past few years, and now with his new show on Access TV, he just he's always supported the band and got us on there, and really gave us a, a shot. That's awesome. Yeah, anytime you get to do stuff that. Brings you more exposure. It's a really exciting experience. Yeah, you know, totally. And do you guys like get nervous on TV, like, or do you just you get in that mode? Zone? You know what? Like, I get really comfortable when I'm performing on stage. You know, because there's, I tell Max, there's no better feeling than rocking out. Yeah. For real, it sounds so funny, but like, you know, you could groove out to rap music and pop music, but there's something different when you're rocking. Oh yeah. It's just like an energy that you can't create anywhere else. So it's it's just pure fun when I'm up on stage. So I mean, yeah, when you're creating that and you're you're in the moment, just it's very yeah. similar to with stand up when you're in the moment and you're yeah. free up there. There's nothing better and I've noticed for some reason with myself, the higher the stakes, the more comfortable I am. Like That's a great attribute did, to have yeah. in this business. Yeah, yeah. a did, lot of people <laughs> end up crumbling whenever <laughs> I'm I've nervous in real life really? you know I'm nervous <laughs> when there's no reason to be nervous but when all the cameras are on and, and it's showtime, it's like I'm in my element when we did the late show I was like calmer than I've ever been in my life <laughs> dude well I, it read on camera yeah cause yeah. it was like all of you guys seemed like you had just been together for so long Mm -hmm. just the vibe and everything and i really like the way on your guys late show appearance the way they cut it together yeah because each person in the band uh really had an awesome like close-up on them to feature them because sometimes i watch some music performances and i'm like why are they not it's like Mm -hmm. it's bugging me why they're not cutting to one of the other members of the band but they did a really good job of like 
getting coverage of all you guys? I think our band um, has a really cool dynamic that it's almost like we're each very singular. You know, it's just three guys, and yeah. but we each really have our own essence going on. And yeah, you know, when it comes together, it really creates something cool. Uh, what were, what were you talking about before that though? Like uh, we were talking about he, oh, uh, you know, Tom Green, being prepared so. and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not gonna lie, this is the entertainment industry, so yeah. it's a business, and you know, when you get shots like that, you know, you got to prepare. So we're we're not going on you know, these shows unprepared, yeah. you know, like we really work at it. Yeah, we want to give the, the best performance that it could be. So yeah. I don't, I don't get how could there, how there could be a band who just kind of takes stuff like that lightly mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of goes on and wings it, you know, you, you want to give the audience the best show they can get. And you, and you guys are staying in LA because I know New York is a rock city as well. Yeah. But uh, you kind of have your roots here, it seems, and you got some good things going on. Yeah, yeah. we grew up here. It's it's interesting. I mean, we we have been doing this for years, and as more years go by, it starts to become more serious. Like without mm-hmm. you even realizing it, it's it's one thing when you're a teenager in high school and you're playing, and you're like, yeah, I want to do this, but I'm in school right now, and you know, and there's all this, you know, you just it's not that intense. But all of a sudden, I turn around. I'm I'm 24 years old. I'm not going to college. I don't have a job right now besides this. It's like, oh, this is what I do. Yeah. Do it. You know, yeah. I don't, there's nothing else I want to do. So it's like when those opportunities come, you, it's, it's like eight mile for real. You, <laughs> you got to seize the moment. I yeah. remember when we were filming my dad's special, Indestructible, a couple of summers ago, we're in Chicago and we're about to go out and the whole, you know, Chicago theater's filled and you're feeling those nerves. And I just remember telling myself, I was like, you're not going to fail. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> and it's, it's not about like, and yes, I have fun, but it's not like, hey, I'm going to go out there and have as much fun as possible. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking murder this shit. It's yeah. crazy, man. And I'll you have get fun afterwards. Like, it's like a fighter's mindset, you know? Yeah. It, it's intense. Now, you guys mentioned your dad is Andrew Dice Clay. Do you think... Now he's kind of known as like a rock star comedian. Yeah, do you absolutely. think that that paid uh, that that influenced you guys to kind of get more into uh, a rock and roll style rather than something more like kind of alternative and like a little bit looser? Do you but know you guys I mean? aren't a John Mayer. Well, the music. <laughs> I just think yeah. I'm that sorry. My dad, I get excited, man. No, so <laughs> the music that my dad played. My dad, since we're kids, has always played us like all the different kind of kinds of music mm-hmm. that exists. But just growing up, it's like, you know, he was always playing us Guns N' Roses and yeah. Black Crows, Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, and, and of course, like Dean Martin, Sinatra, and all that other stuff. But we grew up around that kind of music. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe most people our age aren't really... I was just going to say the same thing. They don't... A, they lot, don't, of, a lot of new bands today are getting... Um, like they're just getting inspiration what's modern. from new bands, right? You know, like all the inspiration I got was from the older bands. So it's just I'm gonna play that type of music, you know? Yeah, people are getting influenced by Limp Biscuit now, and like even that. newer, even newer, you know? Yeah. When I was in high school, I, which was the 2000s, I wasn't listening to the rock and roll of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Not to say that good stuff didn't come out at that time. But it was not the golden era of rock and roll. Yeah, it's like you, you know? get your core influence at a certain age, and that's kind of what sticks to you, I think. 
You so know what I mean? We just grew up listening to all this 60s, 70s, and 80s stuff and loving it. And uh, maybe as far as style, I mean, you know, we're all in like leather jackets on a late show. So, yeah, my dad is definitely yeah. an influence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's undeniable. I it, mean, yeah, but the influence just comes from from everywhere. I mean, you know, Guns N' Roses is like my favorite band, and everyone in that band wore leather jackets. It's mm-hmm. not like we're, you know, it's just, like you said, it's rock and roll, you know, rock and roll comedy and rock right. and roll stuff. Yeah, we want to give people rock and roll the way they're just not getting it today. <laughs> no, you know it's, it's like a it's like a cool current throwback because since you guys were like grew up with with those bands and uh, for, from a, a slightly earlier era, you're almost paying homage to that that era of rock, but with a new spin on it that it's sound it still sounds current. It doesn't sound like that sounds like an old oh, thank band. You. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so hopefully which it seems like it's doing it's going to give you that edge over other musicians and other groups uh that are coming out right now because there's not a whole lot of bands that are are doing what you guys are doing right now Mm -hmm. oh yeah and you guys also you seem like you're pretty well adjusted i don't feel like there's any drug problems in the band which i was like no no man i don't get that stuff like how don't how don't people learn I don't know. It's not cool for it's, real. It's, it's glamorized cool and it's glorified. But up. yeah, these are we get, read we get, any rocker's book after the drugs. It's like yo, shit got fucking dark. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know we made it a joke at the time, but I was ready to fucking die. You know, <laughs> we have a lot of young listeners on this podcast, so that's a good message, guys. No, you don't have to do real. drugs to play music. Yeah, for fuck real, drugs, like, but we're not talking about weed. <laughs> no, I, what, anymore, whenever people bring up drugs, I don't. I don't even really consider weed yeah, like a drug. Doesn't yeah. even pop in. Like I consider alcohol more harmful. Oh yeah, than weed. Way more. Way more. You ever uh, ask somebody if they smoke weed and they're like, "I don't do drugs." You're yeah. Like, can you just relax? A little <laughs> bit, please? That wasn't the question. <laughs> You're like, me neither. That's why I smoke weed, so I don't have to do drugs. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast, guys. What? Yeah, it's been a great time. Here in a a couple minutes, uh, I want to ask you guys a couple more questions. Um, Yes, absolutely. But um, uh, we have a lot of comedians on this show, and we always talk about like the process for open mics, um, and as Max is very familiar with. Uh, to kind of rehearse. What is the rehearsal process that you guys kind of go through? Do you like for practicing on a weekly basis? Um, and getting songs prepped where you're like, this is ready to go to the stage. This is ready to to yeah. put out. This is ready to uh, have people a public audience. Because I've read a lot about bands' different process, and I hear some people they work on stuff separately, and then they all bring it to a session. Or well. Obviously, the more you play something on stage, mm-hmm. the better and better oh, it's yeah. just going to get. Yeah. But uh, we just try to play as many shows as we can. So usually the rehearsal will be for those shows. So, you know, our songwriting process is up to this point. I've written songs and whenever we get together, I kind of just share them with the, the Max and Kyle and put it together. You know, they add their their unique um, parts to it and. And that's really how it works. You know, we don't get together really if we don't have shows. <clears throat> we just kind of want to rehearse for the shows. I mean, I know that sounds crazy and kind of sparse, but that's how it is. You yeah, know? Dylan, is da- Dylan is the songwriter. He crafts the riffs. Gotcha. He, and he I, writes yeah, the lyrics. I think we do rehearse that way because I do write the majority of the songs, you know. 
other bands each member could be writing. And so they have their own time to rehearse and everyone gets together and throws ideas out. And, um, but this is just how it's been for us right now. That's great. Yeah. And then Kyle Kreiss, he, uh, I noticed, uh, you guys sound pretty good, uh, harmonizing on. Uh, yeah. He's a together. great backup. Yeah. He, I love when he does it. Yeah. yeah. So how, uh, how does, how does the harmonization process work? Uh, how would you explain that to a listener? <laughs> because I, so I do some musical comedy type stuff and it's pretty painstaking to sometimes get down like the harmonizations where it's like, oh, that's clean and it sounds nice. He just does it. Yeah, it's he's funny. like a, we don't pra- Kyle doesn't have a mic during rehearsal. <laughs> Just sometimes when we get to the venue, they're like, "You want another mic?" And we're like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude." He's like, he just comes out of nowhere and gives you something crazy. He really is a super talented guy. Yeah, and he's he has zero ego about him, and he it's he's just he he's, just he's do the, things. He's the chillest guy. He's an amazing bass player, and for a long time, me and Max were just a two piece. Mm-hmm. So really having that low end and meeting Kyle and him coming into the band it makes it what it is. He's yeah. our John Paul Jones. That's awesome. <laughs> that is the bass player to Led Zeppelin people. If you do not know. <laughs> for all you youngins out there, that's uh, for all you youngins bassist. listening to the wrong music. Yeah. <laughs> so where can uh, people find you online and uh, social media and stuff like that? Uh, on Facebook and Twitter, at LA Rocks Music. Um, you could also check out our stuff on SoundCloud. And we have an EP and two singles out on iTunes that you could listen to. And then we also do have a website. Yeah, LARocksTheBand.com. LARocksTheBand.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Dylan, Max, thank you guys so much for Whoa, coming on the show. Whoa, and we have a show tonight. Oh, Sorry. Val- the show. Valcluse House, Sunset Boulevard, 930. Historic venue. And, the Cluse uh, Lounge, Thank you guys so much for having us. Man. Thanks for doing yeah, the podcast. Yeah, this is so much guys. fun, man. My first podcast. Thank awesome. You. Well, thanks for doing it. And uh, we're going to close the show out with LA Rocks with their hit single, Blitz. Blitz. <laughs>